0: Well, they always say that the two-goal lead is always the worst lead in hockey. However, the New Jersey Devils fell victim to that not once but twice, and then we ended up losing in a shootout. At least we got a point out of it. I guess if I'm just trying to remain optimistic. Oh, boy, we have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. You're locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 2.55 a.m. Eastern Time, March the 31st, 2021 at the time of this recording. Yep, another late night session for good old Trey Matthews because I fell behind in my work, but I still got to provide you guys my overall opinion of this game for the New Jersey Devils in which they came out on the losing spectrum by a score of 5-4 to four to the Boston Bruins in a shootout. So, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically gave high praise for Mackenzie Blackwood. And I think that uh, his save has to be save of the year. If that's not save of the year, then I quit hockey, okay? Uh, overall, I was very proud of Mackenzie Blackwood, but I, I, I do want to put that out there. However, we're going to have to talk about the New Jersey Devils' struggles in this game because, like I said... They blew a two goal lead twice. And as we all know, the two goal lead in hockey is always the worst lead to have. So, you know, that was just really disappointing that the New Jersey Devils kind of fell into that stereotype. Now, before we give um, an analysis of this game, let's look at the standings out east. Because, guys, I didn't give you an updated standings in yesterday's episode due to the fact that I recorded it in early in the afternoon. But now, since everything obviously has happened, because, like I said, I am recording this episode near 3 a.m. in the morning, so everything is updated. So I'm going to give you guys uh, what's going on out east. So the Capitals are 23, 8, and 4 with 50 points. The Islanders are 22, 10, and 4 with 48 points. The Penguins are 23, 11, and 2 with 48 points. The Bruins are 18, 9, and 5 with 41 points. The Flyers are 17, 13, and 4 with 38 points. The Rangers are 16, 15, and 4 with 36 points. The Devils are 13, 6, and 5 with 31 points, and the Sabres are still 6, 23, and 5 with 17 points, falling way behind. So, speaking of falling way behind, remember in yesterday's episode when I told you that the New Jersey Devils were trailing, I believe, the Rangers by just a couple of points, but At least we were able to get a point against the Boston Bruins. That's all I can say. So I was getting shades of the first game of the year in which the New Jersey Devils played, you know, one of the absolute periods that they could have played in period number one. And overall, they just blew the game and it led to a shootout and they ended up losing. At least they got a point out of it. But overall, that's what uh, I was kind of getting in this game. Just that deja vu sense of... The New Jersey Devils just didn't really control the puck in the zone, and it really came back to bite them, especially if you were watching period number three, in which they let up two goals. So, the New Jersey Devils, it was theirs for the taking. Obviously, they struck first. It was one to nothing. I tweeted about that, and I said, New Jersey is about to have another one-nothing shutout against the Boston Bruins, because in the last game in which we played against them, you know, we we scored in period number one, and we never looked back at Mackenzie Blackwood. He made 40 saves, including the save of the year, so... You know, I really thought that would have been enough for the New Jersey Devils, but you know, obviously their offense was going, but their defense, not so much. And it wasn't just me who has that overall insight of what happened at our game. Head coach Lindy Ruff said after the game, he said, I thought our puck play, which was pretty good through two periods in the third period, kind of let us down. We didn't execute sometimes leaving the zone spent extra time with some plays late in the zone that if we make better plays, I think we're going to be up ice creating opportunities. So obviously the New Jersey Devils, their offense was going, but unfortunately it it just sucks that our defense just wasn't there. And guys, look, I know we were able to shut out the Bruins in yesterday's game. However, you know, we do need to take into consideration that if it wasn't for Mackenzie Blackwood's shot, I do believe that we would have been going to another OT and possibly another shootout. And I think we would have come out on the losing spectrum of that because the New Jersey Devils haven't really shown much success of capitalizing in OT and obviously in the shootout. But, you know, obviously Sharon Govich had his moment in the sun, but obviously, you know, we can't just rely on that. So, you know, we saw it in the Capitals game just, I believe, a week or two ago in which the Devils tried to tire out their players, but to no avail. So, Uh, overall for the New Jersey Devils is like, if you want to take it into an OT, if you want to take it into a shootout, that's fine, but I feel like we need to execute just a little better on the three-on-three matchup, and We gave Boston way too much life, especially in period number three. So my overall, you know, inside of the game is that New Jersey just choked. They've just flat out choked. Like they had their opportunity, but it just didn't work out for them. And, you know, games like that are going to happen. But like I said, I would much rather them just, you know, get only one point out of it than no points at all because, Every so often, you know, when we're just trying to inch our way back into, I guess, you know, quote, quote, contention, we'll take any points that we can get. But obviously, you know, I kind of anticipated, if I'm being completely honest, that the New Jersey Devils would be able to sweep the Boston Bruins and then, you know, that would kind of make up for the Washington Capitals series. And, you know, speaking of the Washington Capitals series, we got to play them again, guys. So we got to play them Friday, April the 2nd. And then on Eastern Sunday on the 4th. And then obviously after that we're going to have the Sabres. So I really hope that, you know, we can take one of those Capitals games. I'm just really hoping. But I wouldn't bite my tongue on it because like I told you guys, the Capitals are at top of the standing. So that's going to be way easier said than done. So if the New Jersey Devils just don't clean up overall what they uh, were doing in this game, then it's going to be a long two-game series against the Capitals once again, because do I need to remind you guys, we lost against the Capitals on March the twenty-fifth, four to three, and then we got shut out the next game four to nothing. So, you know, the Capitals they're they're not going to, you know, just lay back because on that March twenty fifth game, it was a tick for tack kind of game. We scored a goal, they scored a goal. We scored a goal, they scored a goal once again. So they answered right back. So Uh, For the New Jersey Devils, you know, just because you get ahead, it doesn't mean it's safe. So, you know, we saw it against the Capitals, and we saw it against the Boston Bruins. It just seems like no lead is ever safe for the New Jersey Devils. And interesting fact for you guys, we have not won by multiple goals since mid-February. So all of our wins in recent time have been, you know, just by one goal. So that's very dangerous if you're the New Jersey Devils. It just goes to show that we cannot close out a game... Or we just don't have the firepower to compete. So we need to find a way to just be able to close out the game because I believe we could have stolen that game against the Washington Capitals on March 25th had we not had that tick for tack kind of game. But obviously, you know, the Capitals are top of the East for a reason. But against the Boston Bruins in this game, it, it really should have been a blowout. Like flat out, and you just choked it away, and I really hope this isn't a game that the New Jersey Devils, you know, look back on during their recent stretches, but overall, you know, I don't dwell on it, just get back into the film room, see what you did wrong, and just Try to clean it up before your matchup against the Washington Capitals because you certainly do not want to drop the puck in that one. And you know what? I always say drop the puck because you know of the old phrase, drop the ball, but you know what doesn't drop the ball? RockAuto.com. It's time for the first live read this morning, and I'm going to kick you off with some chain store information. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you wanna know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park consumers online for 20 plus years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, (laughs) I know I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com so, let's talk about some of the scoring for the New Jersey Devils because there are some notes that I want to go over. So, the first and foremost is Miles Wood getting the gate started for the New Jersey Devils by giving us a 1 to nothing lead in period number 1. So, What happened was that the puck was loose at top of the blue line. The New Jersey Devils were able to keep it on sides. Miles Wood was already down low near the crease and he was able to just let one go off from the slot on a nice snapshot. So that was a beauty right there. So Miles Wood has his 11th goal of the season already in what, like 34 games? So uh, last season... He had 11 goals in 68 games played. So he's already matched that. And obviously, he only has four assists of the year. But his uh, goal total is starting to go up. And I really hope that he's able to surpass his 2017 and 2018 record in which he scored 19 goals. Now, let's talk about the second goal of the game coming from Mikey McLeod, who got his fifth goal of the year. So that was just a beautiful play by Mikey McLeod. He just went flying all the way from neutral zone, Past center ice, and then uh, past the blue line, went deep into the crease, and just it was, Oh my. God, that was just a beautiful move right there. I was on the edge of my seat. I was cheering for him because that was just really exciting to see from Mikey McLeod right there, and he's really starting to come into fruition himself, so obviously in 30 games played, he has five goals, so you like the improvement from this 23-year-old, and obviously it took him a while to get his first career goal, but something like that just shows tremendous improvement from him, and I'm, I'm just overall very proud of what Mikey McLeod was able to do in this game, and remember, uh, past guest of the show, Curtis Gay. Gabriel says that he is still good friends with Mikey, so uh, maybe Curtis is giving him some pointers. I don't know what the case might be. Now, let's talk about Travis Zajac. So, he became the fourth player in New Jersey Devils history to score 200 regular season goals with the franchise. He is now two goals shy of matching Bobby Hollick's 202 goals. For third place and remember he is still like 208 behind Patrick Elias to tie that so Patrick Elias's record is not going anywhere anytime soon just just putting that out there and the fourth player I want to talk about is Kyle Mary because for the second time in two straight games Kyle Mary got a goal and it was against the Boston Bruins. I don't know what it is about the Boston Bruins, but somehow, someway, Paul Mary is able to score. So the next time we see uh, the Boston Bruins this year, I am just going to mark it down in the score sheet that Kyle Palmieri is going to score against them. Or, you know, maybe he'll get traded to them. I don't know what the case might be, but the trade deadline is approaching fast and hot. So keep that in mind, guys. We are about like what? Like a week and a half away from that actually happening. So be prepared. There might be some players on the move from the New Jersey Devils roster. So I just want to put you guys on your feet and just keep you alert in the meantime. So, you know, we will obviously do an episode about that sometime in the future. So. Uh, Let's talk more about this game for the New Jersey Devils. So uh, the Boston Bruins were able to win the shots on goal category 48 to 35. But uh, let's compare the periods so far. So uh, in period number one, the Boston Bruins had 12 shots on goal, whereas the New Jersey Devils had 11. So remember, the New Jersey Devils were able to get out to a 1-0 lead. Then the Bruins were able to tie it. But luckily, thanks to Mikey McLeod, he put the Devils on top by a score of 2-1. And the Devils were leading 2-1 at the end of period number one. And then here comes period number two, in which Boston Bruins once again outshoot the New Jersey Devils 13-12. to So obviously, it was close throughout the entire game in the entire first two periods and you know obviously the score at the end of period number two was the New Jersey Devils four and the Boston Bruins two but like I said at the beginning of the show, the two goal lead, I don't know for what reason, is always the worst lead in hockey. So, no lead is ever safe if you're up by two goals. Just putting that out there. And the New Jersey Devils led up two goals in period number three. So, what, uh, you know, just stuns me is that the Boston Bruins had 19 shots on goal that period, whereas the New Jersey Devils only had nine. So, for New Jersey, that cannot happen. When you have that lead against, you know, a good team like the Boston Bruins, you cannot allow the them to keep out shooting you, albeit, you know, the first two periods were just by one, but, you know, getting out shot by 10, that's just a recipe for disaster if you're the New Jersey Devils, so, you know, obviously, it, it is frustrating, and also, it didn't really help that we uh, gave up a power play goal, so, you know, we're back to our old ways, I guess, in which we let up power play goals, and we don't Uh, have a successful penalty kill and our power play unit just doesn't do anything because once again we were shut out uh, zero for three in our power play opportunities so you know that's just one thing I want to talk about and yeah it was just a frustrating game in general for the New Jersey Devils we just couldn't get any uh I I guess we just couldn't get that right amount of momentum to put our foot on the gas pedal and we just choked it away and the Boston Bruins were just able to just say you know what we're going to take this to OT and you're just going to get a point And uh, they they made a point by saying, you know, uh, we're one of the top teams out east. But the good news is, is that uh, the New Jersey Devils still have not been beaten by the Boston Bruins in a regulation game. So, you know, there's something to hold our heads high about. But, you know, obviously, I know that's kind of a hollow victory. But you know what isn't a hollow victory? All those NCAA teams that made it to the Final Four for College Basketball March Madness. Okay, we're down to the Final Four teams. Who's going to be cutting down the net? Okay, time to place your bets at betonline.ag, baby. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule on tabs. So, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL games of the week, NBA players of the week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked LockedOnBets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody okay the third live read this morning comes from built bar so on monday we saw the matchup between caramel brownie and coconut brownie chunk and then yesterday we saw the matchup between cookies and cream and cookie dough chunk and today wednesday it's going to be Mitt brownie versus the winner of the 29th so you need to check out built bar's website to see if your flavors are doing well and i'm about to provide you guys some more information because remember the championship will be held on april 1st and know that is not an april fool's day prank we have been telling you about built bar the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now Bilt Bar is an amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Bilt Bar is the best. It is Bilt Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Bilt Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Bilt Bar, and hopefully they advance in the bracket, similar to how college basketball March Madness works. So Vote as many times as you possibly can, and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel, and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother. So those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your next order. I repeat, at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Man, I love Built Bar so much. Whew. Oh man, those live reads take a lot out of me. Okay, back to business. So. I think it's safe to say that no one is a big fan of Marshawn in this room. However, he did say something in his post-game interview that I want to read to you guys. And I want to break that down just a little bit because I feel like some of it is over-exaggerated. But, you know, here's what he said. He said, you saw it in the third period when we compete and work hard on pucks and we play together. We're a tough team to play. We completely took over that game and we could do that for a full 60. It's just got to start somewhere. It started tonight, so we've got to keep that rolling. So, overall for Marshawn, I'm just like, bro, don't get cocky. You won in a shootout. You still have not beaten the New Jersey Devils in a regulation game. You didn't take over the game. You took over in period number three, which is you just caught lightning in a bottle. So... Marshawn just keeps getting under my skin more and more each day because it's like come on man you're acting like you shut us out like five to nothing and you ran us off our our um you know the rank but that that that's not what happened not even close so uh for for what Marshawn said it just frustrates me that you know people like him and you know everyone outside of him think that the New Jersey Devils are just a team that you know can be easily walked over on and I I don't agree with that. I think, you know, we're a very slept on team with a very bright future. And it's just frustrating when, you know, I constantly have to hear that from, you know, not only the players, you know, in the NHL, but just, you know, reporters, fans, whatever the case might be, you know, Robert Incan Jr., who appeared on the show a couple episodes ago, he said, you know, he saw a group that basically says, you know, they're fans of the New Jersey Devils, but they hate everything they do. And I'm just like, then you're not a fan. You can't hate every single thing that... A franchise does so for Marshawn I'm just like bro in the words of Kendrick Lamar just sit down and be humble because guess what man you did not dominate this game you guys got lucky it went to a shootout and we still got a point out of it so if you think you could do that for a full 60 then you shouldn't have let up the first goal of the game to Miles Wood. I'm just saying. And then you shouldn't have let Mikey McLeod go deep into the zone and just basically, you know, do a great uh, set of maneuvers and score with ease. I'm just saying. And you wouldn't have let Paul Mary get his back-to-back goals against you guys because he has been dominating your team this season. I don't know if you've realized this or not. So I need to tally that up and uh, provide it to you guys in the next episode. But anyway, that's beside the point. I'm not thinking of about Mershon or what, you know, the idiotic things he says because he is an irritant and he likes to get under opponents' uh, skin. And, you know, I respect that to to an extent, as long as it's not at the expense of my own team. But since it is, I guess I am a little frustrated. But overall, uh, you know, that's my analysis of the game. So Mackenzie Blackwood, he saw 48 shots and saved 44 of them for a save percentage of 917. And obviously in a shootout, it's just very frustrating because, you know, it's a shootout, guys, so it could go either way. So, let's compare stats, and then I'll give you guys my final game analysis by, you know, providing the New Jersey Devils a letter grade. So, uh, shots on goal category. We talked a lot about this in the episode. Forty-eight to thirty-five in favor of the Boston Bruins. Face-off percentage fifty-one to forty-nine percent in favor of the Boston Bruins. Once again, uh, Boston Bruins uh, capitalized on one of their power play opportunities. One of two, so fifty percent. Uh, Devils were shut out in their power play opportunities. Zero for three. Like I said, if you are given three or four power play opportunities, try to capitalize on one of them and. Uh, Boston Bruins capitalized on one of them when they were given two opportunities. So I'm just saying. So hits 22 to 24 in favor of the Bruins, blocks 12 to 8 in favor of the New Jersey Devils, and giveaways 8 to 3 in favor of the New Jersey Devils once again. So uh, this game, it's so confusing because our offense was so great, but our defense for the second time was so poor because yes, we shut them out, but Mackenzie Blackwood should not be facing. 40 shots, and just playing hero ball, you know, like he's been doing uh, or like he did do at the beginning of the year. I'm just saying. So um, I'm going to give this game a C- because the New Jersey Devils just kept on blowing the lead. They had a two-goal lead, not once but twice, and that was very frustrating to see. Uh, Third period, they just weren't playing their brand of hockey, and they let uh, the uh, Bruins score two goals on them and shut them down in that period. So I'm going to give them a C minus for this game just because the defense was just very porous. Our offense was pretty good, and I'm proud of our offensive guys, but Overall, our blue liners just weren't there, guys. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give them a C- for this because there's no way that we should have lost that game. There's no way that game should have went to OT. It really should have been a blowout if our uh, defense was half-decent that game. So that's just overall my opinion. So let me know what you guys think on Lockdown Devils. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.